0: Hi, I'm Zach, and I'm Danny, and this is Welcome to Undergrad, where two college seniors, that's us,
1: tell you all the tips and tricks veteran students picked up throughout their college careers, so if you're stressed out about college, or don't even know where to begin, relax, buckle in, and welcome Welcome to to undergrad. undergrad.
0: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to a new edition of Welcome to Undergrad, a roadmap of your undergrad years here at UTA. My name's Zachary Smith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Danny Mudvari. Danny and I aren't alone in the studio as usual, we do have a guest with us today's guest is Ryan Murphy how are you doing today Ryan howdy I'm doing well howdy the Texan howdy She's comes out good start already <laughs> I love it all right uh so Ryan brought you on to talk about your major you want to go and give uh, like an introduce it really quick
2: yeah sure I'm a uh, criminal justice and psychology double major uh but mainly I believe we're going to be talking about criminal justice today um Pretty much it's just a very broad topic to introduce students to aspects of pre-law as well as juvenile justice, justice in prison systems, and various different things like that. It's a
0: super, super great major to be in. I'm sure it has so many different applications. and We're going to get into that later tonight here, so that should be a lot of fun. I guess what kind of made you really want to step into this direction for criminal justice? Because for me... I, I was turned away because I know I have a weak stomach. I can't, I can't stand <laughs> yeah. like anything disgusting. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, I think, honestly, a big part of it is my faith. I very much want to help others however I can, and it's just a very strong pull in that direction. And I see criminal justice, especially helping those who cannot help themselves as being a big part of that. So that really was a big factor in choosing criminal justice. Yeah, so that was just my main reason.
0: So we're going to get into this in more detail later on, but just I don't think I asked you. So it sounds like your end goal might be something legal, like a lawyer or a paralegal or something. Is that is that true or completely off? Like that's down the road. You don't you don't know.
2: Actually, very different from what I'm going for. I very much like to, you know, I'm the type of person who would always watch First 48, you know, true crime stuff. (laughs) I really enjoy the problem solving aspects of stuff like detective work. And even recently, after coming to college, I've really opened my eyes to uh, one major thing that is really I like a lot is learning about juvenile justice. And that is an aspect that I really would like to explore. So, so far... One of those two directions would be
1: the it's main Not field. lawyer then. It's, it's that, completely... I, I mean, that's one of the one of the things that college is for is like, you don't know what you actually want to do when, with your life. And then you come here and you find out something that you really want to do. And that's what happened to us. And that's what happened to you. But mm-hmm. also just as a little bit of an introduction to people don't know about UTA, UTA doesn't have like a law school or anything like that. So people come here usually to get majors like philosophy, psychology, or political criminal science. justice, political science, and then eventually transfer to a law school, uh once they once they have money but what uh, my brother did my brother, exactly yeah, exactly He's so, a so, in the army
0: now so exactly
1: so that's that's what we mainly why why we asked you if you wanted to go into yeah. law and all this stuff for anyone that wants to know and and no i think it's great that you're finding out your path with whatever you're interested here in ta
0: i'm never against people wanting to help others that's exactly we need we need more of those types of people in the world <laughs> absolutely yeah.
2: ryan tell me would you pick the major again Absolutely. Very much the criminal justice stuff. I went into school knowing I absolutely wanted to pursue that, but I actually tacked on the psychology major a little bit later on. I had swapped gears from wanting to graduate early to instead wanting to graduate on time, but with a second degree. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from wishing that I did that from the start, absolutely 100 percent criminal justice all the way it's been fantastic
1: when i first heard that you were a double major with psychology and criminal justice i thought that's excellent that's a good way to go into i realized after a while in college that you can start taking classes that you want and they may serve you in your career eventually instead of the classes that the curriculum tells you so up uh, to a point i tried to uh, to take some
0: coding classes and they're like you need (laughs) calculus for this so i'm like so not coding classes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, to a point. Yeah, 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 he's right. After a while, you have taken a couple of classes and then you realize, oh, I could probably double major and it's pretty easy for me. So I think that's a great idea. Is there any reason specifically that made you decide to want to double major? In yeah, you said you
0: came in knowing that you wanted to do criminal justice. What what made you know? Like, Is it just what you described before that you just know you wanted to help people out? But there's a lot of majors that allow you to help other people out, like We have a new philanthropy major, I know, that's like dedicated to helping people out. So why helping people out on criminal justice side of things?
2: Yeah, I very much am a, I enjoy problem solving a lot. And so the idea of specifically looking very far ahead, if I were to do something like detective work, I love the idea of piecing together a puzzle with very few pieces. And I just find that very engaging. And it's a way that I can help people while doing something that feels fulfilling and Something that I could see myself doing for a very, very long time. So going into school, that was probably my end goal. And so with criminal justice being the first stepping stone to that, right. I had realized afterwards that psychology would definitely be a great addition to that, especially if I wanted to eventually do detective work. And so instead of graduating early, I decided to on the psychology degree. I'm actually also have a minor in Spanish. Okay, double uh, major and a minor. Yes, uh, a requirement for the major in psychology is to have a minor. And likely I could just tell them I already have a major in something else and that would work out. But I really also can see that having Spanish. Would you live be, in Texas. Yeah, I live <laughs> in Texas. And plus if no matter what I want to do in the criminal justice field, it will inevitably involve working with the public frequently and so having that in my back pocket to use for whatever i need it for it would be so beneficial to have spanish so i very much want to learn that as well
1: fair enough i mean i I'm, i assume that you're going to use it a lot when once you actually get into your job as a detective especially here in texas if you want to stay here in texas i'm looking at the way the demographics work right now in texas i think it's going to become the majority eventually yeah. so how do you want to specifically involve that with the criminal justice aspect in
0: Or is it just kind of like an afterthought? Like, yeah, Spanish might be a good thing to have.
2: Before even considering psychology, I was wanting to have the minor in Spanish just because I know that no matter what I do, I likely will have to spend several years as a, a cop on patrol. And knowing Spanish, it just expands the demographic of people that I could help. So here's like the real meat of where
0: we're going here. Do you feel confident with the path that you've chosen here at UTA? That you can get to your next stepping stone after you graduate. Absolutely, absolutely. I've okay, never, so it's working
2: out then. Yes, it's preparing me well for my future, and I know that for me, step one out of college would be just applying at my local police department and going from there. And and a, and a double degree will that will help with that. I already know several of the police officers at where I live, so it's very. Simply just applying, I know. It it's like, it's like
1: the whole agrees. equipment. you got the criminal justice, the psychology aspect, and then the Spanish the aspect, too, to, yeah. to yeah. be able to tackle everything. Yeah. He's going to be able to tackle everything yeah. once he gets into the police department.
0: You know some of the police officers. Does that mean you're doing things outside of UTA as well? Absolutely. Back in my senior year, I— My senior year of high school,
1: right? Yes, yeah, senior okay, year right of high school.
0: I don't I don't think I them. introduced our grade levels. I'm a senior. Danny's a junior, and Ryan's a junior as well.
1: There we go. Go junior. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> <Good morning. laughs> but uh, back in my senior year of high school i had joined our i joined the police explorers it's more or less like a this is a weird way of describing it but it's kind of like boy scouts except just with policing and so every month we would take a couple days a month just to hang out with police officers and they would teach us a lot about what they do uh, what the processes of working in a police department are like and it Where the best of... coffee
1: shops are. I'm yeah, surprised. I
2: wish. Stereotypes? Let's <laughs> do stereotypes? Stereotypes? stereotypes. I'm stereotypes? just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very beneficial, and I made some really awesome connections there. It opened up a lot of really awesome opportunities past that. I've even worked as an undercover miner before. Very cool. And so... I don't like, know what that means, but it sounds impressive. I used to buy alcohol. Uh, for the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission, I would go into a bar, buy... If they sell it to me,
1: to see, yeah. that Yikes. would
2: be an issue. So, yeah. yeah, it that was very fun. But that came from a connection in Police Explorers. So I know that I very much have all these connections that are helping me out. But for the most part, with what I have from college, I know that it would be mostly a breeze to apply at pretty much any department that I would want.
0: That's what one of my main concerns is at college is will it get me to where I want to go because it's an investment in yourself College is first and foremost an investment in yourself? You invest time and you invest a lot of money depending (laughs) on uh, where you where you go and what scholarships you're looking at so When you invest in yourself by your junior, senior year, you should be able to say with confidence,
2: yes, this is
0: helping me go to where I want to be. And it sounds like that's the case
2: for you. And that's fantastic. Yeah, I can absolutely say it with confidence, but not in Spanish. Not
1: in Spanish. (laughs) I wanted to ask, uh, what's the scholarship situation looking like in the the criminology department or the criminal justice department?
2: Are there a lot of opportunities or do you not even look at them? Anytime I look at UTA scholarship, at least, I see nothing that's applicable to me, at least. So it... (laughs) Very scarce in that regard, unfortunately. You stop looking, where otherwise it's just depressing. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's like, oh, in wasteland, honestly. Yeah. This is
1: the perfect scholarship for me. And then there's a little requirement. It's like, oh, it's only for these type of... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. No, uh, what's it called? What about the psychology aspect of it? It's... That I have
2: done very little research into. I, <laughs> yeah. I imagine we, that that We didn't prep you for this.
0: We didn't tell you where you were, yeah. we're
2: coming in to talk about this. Our apologies. No, that's okay. No and problem. I need to spend more time actually researching a lot of what my opportunities in that particular field are. But Absolutely. for the most part, scholarships are pretty scarce, aside from, you know, the COVID grant that pretty much everyone got. But
1: Zach didn't even know about the COVID. Hold on, grant. What is this?
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel you like I might be entitled to send to a
0: refund.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should have applied for it, man. but just as a as a free information for anyone who's a student listening to this, there is a COVID grant. You can apply for it in my map. Uh, and it usually comes out like every semester since COVID started. Yeah. So even for the summer, you could apply for it. I'm sorry, Zach. Zach is looking really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, please. No, hold on, hold on. I, I, can, I might still be
0: able
2: to apply for we'll, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll you're, see, right, see, you're right. See. See. You're right. You're uh, right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the fall is already up, but, right. uh, yeah, sure the already up, but... <laughs> no, no, for spring, for spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah for for spring, spring, there's, there's spring, definitely. There will be there's
1: spring. I mean, I don't know until when we're going to have this, this COVID thing. So their grants are going to be there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sounds like uh, you got things figured out career-wise. Scholarships, there's a little bit barren thing. Is there any general information about the major that we haven't touched on yet that, you know, when we said we're going to talk about general information about the major,
2: you, are like, need to focus on this? For anyone that's thinking about what major they want to do or perhaps swapping, criminal justice, know that it is very, very broad. You're going to be covering several different topics in the criminal justice sphere, So it won't just be learning about law enforcement. It won't just be learning case law or anything. It's a very fun major. You're learning about a lot of different things. So just don't be turned away by the first thoughts that may come into your head whenever you hear criminal justice.
0: And just going to end off the segment with, how are your advisors in the criminal justice department?
2: My advisor, personally, she is fantastic. I really... She's very upfront, she advises me very well, gives a lot of information and very easily accessible
1: Kids, be nice to your advisors. Every now and then you can send them an apple or something.
2: Yes. Or if you're in the, the comm department, swing
0: by and pick up food.
1: Our advisors give us food anytime you're hungry, you have like a bunch of stuff in there. Next up we're gonna set up a bed somewhere around here, <laughs> if anyone wants to take a nap. <laughs>
0: uh completely off topic all right i'm sorry back to the criminal justice system (laughs) not system major criminal justice major the system's completely different we're not getting into that today Uh, i'm putting my foot down we tried to we tried to go into that i'm putting my foot down we're not going into that uh criminal justice major is there any tips or tricks going into the classes that you wish you had known when you started out and you've kind of picked up at this point Uh, you know, like maybe it's like something related to textbooks. Maybe it's something like you found a really great YouTube channel that like had a lot of the information or something.
2: Yeah, uh, I think one big thing is making sure that you don't buy your textbook until you talk to your professors and figure out whether you're legitimately going to need it. And a lot of them, they'll say in the syllabus that you'll need it. Don't buy it at least like a week or so into the class unless you have like some tests coming up because there are so many times where I had bought a textbook. They told me I needed it and then didn't use it rest of the uh, semester. So definitely pay attention to that. I would just like to point out that Ryan has not heard any previous
0: editions <laughs> of this show. He is saying this completely candidly. I'm not paying him and that is not a joke. We say almost every edition and we don't tell the majors that come on here to say it. We don't lead them towards that. As soon as the word textbook is mentioned, that is the advice that comes out every time, <laughs> and it's an important thing to note.
1: So you better follow it. No, no, no. The only the only time that I've bought a book like the first day was when like there's a connection to it, like like Pearson or a, McGraw a, a Hill. Pearson yeah, connected. those are very important. Those you have to buy. And they're Pearson
0: like- McGraw Hill. We've covered this before. That means money. That's all that that means. That means
1: a lot of money. Yep. That means a lot of money. No, I remember my German. My German textbook was two hundred dollars.
0: You have Connect to so that? McGraw Hill Connect. Exactly. The same thing for Spanish.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Dang. I think another thing that has to do with textbooks is, if and this has a little bit of a caveat, if the class is open textbook tests or anything like that, be sure that you get your textbook in a digital format. That way you can actually search it Control instead of just yeah Control <laughs> F. Uh, it's a godsend especially in those you know if you have a limited amount of time on your test just don't have to work through the index that so often doesn't really work so well so be sure that you get your textbooks digital if that applies
0: how uh how often do you use like study aids like quizlet or Chegg or something is is that
2: uh, prevalent in criminal justice for me personally no although so far i haven't i've taken a lot of the courses that don't involve a lot of fact memorization like I'm not having to remember court cases yeah very like f- very little of that and so far anytime that I have had to do that that's a that's been open textbook sort of classes so it hasn't been an issue for me so personally I haven't needed to use anything like that but anytime that I have needed that at least back in high school it Quizlet was my good. Time. Quizlet was so
0: prevalent in high school. Oh, oh yeah. God, school. It was everywhere.
1: And even then some of the basic classes here at UT, like the history class and political science class and English class. There's a
0: couple for sure.
1: Exactly. I was also going to ask, is criminal justice more theory or practice? Because that's a little bit of what we discussed here. Engineering, for example, was a lot more theory, at least on the first stages. Our major is heavily based on practice and how well you manage everything.
2: So far, I'd say it's pretty balanced. Uh, I know that a lot of classes, they involve a lot of the theoretical, a lot of very abstract things. But at the same time, there is a lot of practicality to what you're learning, such as how to actually do different research methods and things like that. I've taken four courses now over research, although to be fair, two of those have been from psychology, but uh, just a lot of things like that where you're actually getting hands-on as well as one class that i'm taking this semester juvenile justice for that one we're actually having to reach out to high school students at i believe it's lamar high school in arlington uh, just students who have not attended classes here and reach out try to convince them to come back to class which has been there is that hands-on experience wow yeah it yeah, it's a little bit daunting doing something like that. But but it sounds like it's exactly kind of
0: what you were looking at trying to get those reps and really make a difference in the community and that stuff like that. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's been it's been fulfilling, especially whenever you see them responding and trying to have that conversation. It's like it's, the puzzle of
0: what made them leave in the first place and is it something that you can can give them hope will be fixed so that they'll return?
2: Yeah, and a big part of it is just getting them resources. Overall... I would say the criminal justice it's it's very balanced between theory and practicality. So, what's uh what's
0: your workload look like? Do you like come home every day like okay I got a lot of written homework or like okay I got a project that's due in a month but I know that these things are going to hit so I have to start working on
2: it? It's been pretty light, honestly. Pretty light, yeah. At least from the criminal justice classes. They don't take a whole lot of time to have to do. Every once in a while, you'll have a project that'll be due at the end of the semester mm-hmm. or something similar. But quite a few of them have very few actual assignments. And so I know that one class I'm taking this semester, uh, theoretical criminology is what it's called. And it's only constituted of four exams. That's it. So
0: yeah, It's a lot of pressure it. on those exams. But, yeah. you know, your time in between them is your time. You, you yeah. can choose how to spend it. You can come in and get on a radio show. And talk about <laughs> your major during that time.
2: Yeah, so for the most part, it's a lot of time on my hands to do whatever I need to do, whether that would be working or just hanging out, and do whatever I want to do. It's not, it's not very stressful in that regard, at least. I, I believe in not being stressed. What was your favorite class? Uh, that would be criminal investigations. Criminal investigation. What yes. made it your favorite? Just it was very real, and it was one that really, as someone who wants to do detective work, that very much hit that nerve i guess it it very much was what i want to learn in college and just a lot of practical knowledge that i could carry forward
0: what did like the average class look like
2: that specific class i took over the summer it was just a textbook class it had no actual lecture component to it but the questions that were asked and the testing that i had to do along with just having to read the material and answering whatever questions they threw in front of me it really led to a lot of diving into the material. So so the, it was
0: like you enjoyed the information you were reading.
2: Absolutely. Although I will say I very much wish that that was a class that I took in person because I think that that would be such an interesting class to be able to actually sit down in a lecture hall or wherever it would be and have a, someone who's actually gone through a lot of this. It's a professor that teaches it. I believe he actually was a part of a very large uh, human trafficking uh, operation. Not... <laughs> that way, busting operation. Yes, and I believe it was about a decade ago in the DFW area. It had I, I want to say like a hundred people that got busted in it. So he's he very much walks the walk, and he knows what he's talking about. Whenever he talks about these investigations, It would have been really awesome to be able to be in his presence and have him teach about what that was like. Did you ever like take advantage of office hours or anything like that? I wish I did. Huh? You mentioned that right? that would have yeah, been be really Office
0: cool. hours goes over a lot of people's heads Yeah. Heads. Yeah. English is hard sometimes
1: <laughs> yeah I would know but um no he it sounded like he was about to say that he was part of the oh, r- yeah, my bad. I was like El Chapo teaching a class at UTA is great <laughs> be,
0: if they could get somebody from one of those organizations to come and teach how to bust them that might that would be an interesting class I'm not gonna lie it's like I led one of these they do this this and this if you can catch them here here or here those are their weakest points
1: well, well, the go inside me- scoop. We'll go to Mexico and try to find someone. I think let's
0: just stick with the with the professors. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pablo Escobar. Hello. <laughs>
0: All right. So criminal investigation. That sounds like a fun class.
1: Yes. Uh, what's the workload in, in criminal investigation? I mean, you, you talked about a little like, just bit. Just in of, general. Yeah.
2: I believe I had only five-ish tests. And then the day before the test, there would be a assignment where I had to fill out a questionnaire, more or less. So it was pretty light. It very much was something where on the week leading up to a test, I could just open up my textbook, read the chapter, answer questions along with it. And that one was actually an open textbook exam as well. All of those exams were. So it was very laid back and not a huge workload. I think that's a big part of why I found it so enjoyable. I went at my own pace and just was able to have fun with it. It didn't feel like a chore. that
0: makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. And it takes the pressure away, which is is always
2: nice.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now we'll we'll just go down the list. So, introduction to the criminal justice system. I said we weren't going to talk about this. Here we are. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that one, it very much is... It was a neat class. It went over pretty much just dipping your toes into every single aspect of criminal justice, whether it's law or the prison system, juvenile, just straight up law enforcement, detective work. Pretty much anything that you can think of that has to do with the criminal justice system, it was, very quickly went over. it.
0: Was there a section that like uh, caught your attention more than
2: other sections? Uh, I think probably the investigation the section. Yeah. Same as second so. course? I mean, yeah. it makes sense that you're staying consistent. Yeah, I I just find that stuff so fascinating.
0: Would you recommend getting the textbook for that? I
2: believe I needed it. Yeah. For that one, it's been a hot minute, but I believe that <laughs> that one did require a textbook.
1: Can you is that some, one of them that you can get online and control F? I believe now. so. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, I believe that it was the Brightwave or whatever version.
1: That's another thing is, like, uh, would you recommend trying to go to, because, I mean, in a lot of the classes, what we do is go to, like, at least what I did was go to an upperclassman and be like, hey, did you take this class? Do you have the book and stuff like that? So is that something that you do also in the criminal justice aspect of things?
2: I think that I personally haven't done that myself, but I can see that being a very... Useful thing like for anyone listening you get to hear what I can say about right. it. You're um, you're there upper, upper Yeah, so I I think that would have been useful because so if
1: you need the books you can go to Ryan Murphy <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, yeah, I would definitely suggest talking to some other Upperclassmen as well. I will say my is a bit foggy whenever it comes to some of the textbooks back then yeah. I know that there are at least a few where it was completely unnecessary though so
1: fair enough
0: so did just uh. Do what we've discussed before, uh, wait a week, maybe two weeks. And, you know, if push comes to shove and you need the textbook that night, I've said this before as well, if you can find it on Kindle, Amazon Kindle, like they offer two chapters free for the sample. So you can just get a wow. sample to, to tide you over. So pro tip there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So introduction to criminal justice system. Overall, would you say hard, difficult difficult, easy?
1: It was on, on a one to five scale.
2: One to five. Uh probably a probably like a two. No, I mean, one, no. one being easy, five being hard. I yeah. think one part of why it was more difficult than a one would probably just be because that was very early in my college career. So just getting used to what it's like to do. College, College yeah. yeah, it's time management. Lots of yeah. time management.
0: So we didn't ask about this earlier. Are there a lot of group projects in criminal justice?
2: I think so far I have had I think only one, no, two. I've had two projects. One was this semester in juvenile justice, as we do the, um, as we go to talk with the high school students. Yeah, that's in the. It's being facilitated in a group project. Aside from that, I want to say that the other project was in a research methods class. Because all of those, they are always going to be a group project where you have to. It's research. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: Ethics and the criminal justice system. Man, they they like putting criminal justice system at the end of their classes. I'm actually taking that this semester. Cool. It's been really interesting. It's almost like a philosophy class. I would say it very much is a lot of here's a situation that someone in the criminal justice field would go through, and
0: how do you respond?
2: Pretty much, yeah. yeah, and just learning about, about how to break the blue wall of silence and all of that. Just it very it deals with a lot of the heavier subjects, but at the same time, it's important and it's a very enjoyable class. So. Do
0: you feel like uh, current events affect how that class is being taught? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. I, I'm,
2: I'm not going to make you it like no, uh, good no. You're right. It you're anything. right. It, it does because I mean, like I said, the blue wall of silence. That's something right. that you see in a lot of media these days. It's a big topic these days, so. Ethics is very important, so absolutely. But with everything that's gone on, it's just it's obvious that it would have want, to address it.
1: I wonder how big of a part. I mean, there's different opinions in the classroom affect the, the the way that you take these kind of classes. I mean, ethics in the criminal justice system. And you said the the, the blue wall of silence. Is that
2: the blue wall of silence? That's it's the idea that if a police officer does something, you always back up your police officer and if you see something you don't say anything oh it's not an official thing it's yeah, just yeah, this yeah. phenomenon that happens in a like lot you of you don't
0: turn your back on your own yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It, it's just a phenomenon that tends to happen in some departments so. Right. So. Yep. i mean it's a very hot topic
0: like you yeah. said how do you uh, go through those uh, scenarios then? Because you said that they like lined up scenarios. Like, do you look for initial clues at the beginning of like, okay, they did this and that's a trigger or like, what how do you even start to approach scenarios when you break them down?
2: At the very beginning of the course, we talked a lot about the different ideas that people have about why, why people do the things that they do and how we should respond. The and, psychology behind it? Yeah, more or less. And now as we go into different scenarios, we're just talking about, let's say, you're buddy steve at work he does something he's not supposed to and whether or not you should what the moral thing to do is while understanding the real life aspects that that's
0: steve you've known him for 50 years now and
2: it's not it's practical but it's also real at the same time because there There are absolutely issues that need to be dealt with and so it very much just shows a scenario and talks about what the most moral thing would be and it really leaves it a lot to interpretation but it just really wants to, it's more of a facilitator into you forming your own beliefs, own moral beliefs, more or less.
0: It's uh, like giving you guidelines, like, by the way, killing is bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe no, maybe don't go there first. Yeah. Okay. How so, many hours are you taking? I don't think we touched on that.
2: Uh, the semester, I think, 16, including the psychology, so nothing too big. It's it, full time. Yeah, full I think time.
0: full-time is considered 12, but like 15 yeah. is, uh, is very common.
1: Do you have any any scholarships? Because, I mean, a lot of scholarships depend on being a full-time student and stuff. Uh, like nothing
2: that. more than just FAFSA stuff. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to apply for that. Just as a reminder, kids, you need to apply for FAFSA as soon as possible.
2: Yes, you do. <laughs> open up October 1st, so get on that. Theoretical criminology. That's one that I'm taking this semester. It is very boring how much it uh i you absolutely need the textbook for this one but it's unfortunately the textbook is just a huge wall of text on every single page which a lot of other textbooks they at least try to keep you engaged this one no pictures it, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a picture kind of guy yeah <laughs> or at least you know interesting facts and things like that the the, the
1: formatting of the books helps a lot because I mean, (laughs) if it's just a wall of paper, like a bunch of words, demoralizing
2: when you open it up to that.
1: Exactly, like you just start on the page, you just and then you look at it. I'm like, I don't want to read this. (laughs) I'm not. I'm definitely not. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, that is one that you do need the textbook for. But that class is interesting because it's talking a lot about why people commit crimes or why people don't commit crimes, and there's so many different ideas that people have for it and. There's no definitive answer for why people do the things that they do. So it's a very interesting class, but like I said, it's text heavy. Text heavy, and it's all in like legalese. So oh. it's like reading one giant research paper, more or less. So it. You need, you need the cliff notes to get after
0: you read it. It's like yeah. Shakespeare or like Jane yeah. Austen or something. Yeah.
2: Fortunately, though. <laughs> The class only has four exams and all of them are open textbooks, so not a challenging class necessarily, but just very, very boring. I will say that. Although it does touch on a lot of the things that you're learning in every other course because theory of why people commit crimes is... It's the other
0: end of the justice. Yeah, It's, it's, it's it's very...
2: The other end of justice. Yeah, I think that there hasn't been a single class where we haven't at least touched on theory. So this is just tying all of that together.
0: All right. Uh, Juvenile justice systems. You've talked about that a a, a couple times already. Yes. Obviously kind of a big class, I guess, to the major because it bleeds into other classes as well. What can people's expectations be for this one?
2: This is very interesting and kind of eye-opening. I know for me, I, I didn't really think a lot about juvenile justice. So learning about kids who didn't grow up in such places like i have it's it's interesting seeing the experience that they have going through the criminal justice system and how it treats them and how it works with them and the juvenile justice system it has all of its problems uh inside of itself but that's been a very interesting course because it's just something that i hadn't even had on my radar and for it to kind of just have this big red light over it like hey this is really important and you haven't really thought about it it's really interesting from that perspective so. so
0: i find it interesting that you said that talking about like discussions about problems yeah. with it is that what the course is mainly focused on or is it mainly focused on like understanding what's there already
2: uh it's a little bit of both okay. uh a lot of it is learning about you know going all the way back to hammurabi's code which right you, you know first yeah. laws written down or something Talk about everything eye. about from there about how we treated kids and how it's grown and talking a lot about where we're at and all the good that it has but still also pointing out spots where we still need to learn and change so and a big part of that is just learning how to how to treat minors and especially ones who have experienced trauma because a lot of what what are called status offenses which are offenses that only juveniles can commit like truancy or drinking under the legal age you can't do that if you're over that age and the thing is a lot of the reason why they're driven to do that is because of traumatic experiences and instead of focusing on oh hey you experienced this traumatic event we just stuff them in a juvenile
0: detention center. Yeah, yeah and
2: it doesn't really get at the heart of the problem, and then that's where you get a lot of problems later on. And that's
0: another problem. trauma for them, and it sounds like there could be major problems. Yeah. Uh, I was just interested to see, like, if the course taught how to fix it or, like, asking you for ideas how to fix it. Like, if, if were, are they, like, really telling you, or are they just, like, saying, how would you do it better?
2: First off, it is a lot of pointing out okay. problems. And then it, there's only one book that we're reading this semester. Mm-hmm. It's not a textbook. It's a book written by Oprah Winfrey and this other... Some child psychologist. Oprah Winfrey, the most famous criminal justice. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a name that I was expecting to hear, but it just goes over how she's done a lot with trauma survivors. And
0: it's like her whole claim to fame. She can be empathetic while still getting the information. It's a very good skill to have.
2: And so her talking with this developmental psychologist about how trauma in the juvenile justice system is an overlooked thing. And that... It talks a lot about how things that the criminal justice system and specifically the juvenile justice system can do differently to better do its job and actually rehabilitate people. And that's where we're getting most of our ideas about how to change things. It's less of a what do you think you can do and more of a here's Here's one. Yeah, here's here's some problems. Here are some things that some famous people think would work. And I say famous people, but Oprah and... Professionals. Uh, yeah. yeah. What professionals think would work.
1: Here's what Oprah thinks. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you said that this was the class where you go out and work with Lamar. Is that right?
2: Yes. They, at the very beginning of the semester, we had to sign up as volunteers for the high school. And they have several opportunities that we've had, such as going for, I believe it was project graduation was what they called it. And it was literally going door to door and knocking on doors of houses where students who haven't shown up to class this semester, knocking, seeing what's going on. I personally didn't do that, but I know that there were a few students who did join that. But there is that project that we have to do where we're having to reach out, either calling, texting, emailing, doing whatever we can to try to get in contact with students who haven't showed up or at least their parents and figure out why as well as... Can it be fixed? Yeah. And for me personally... All of the ones that I had contacted just said, hey, we moved to a different town. or going to a different school. Like, okay,
0: good, because... Fix the problem. I'm great at this. Yeah,
2: but there are... I know that they're preparing us for situations where, oh, I, I have my own kid now that I need to look after and saying, oh, great. Lamar has some daycare options and different things like that where trying to help them through whatever they can. With resources a lot of times. Yeah, because especially in today's day and age, you really need a high school diploma to do most things. And so just really emphasizing that. So it's been very cool and satisfying. It's really eye opening. I think that's the biggest thing that that class has been. And just really hearing a lot about the trauma that kids have gone through and that's really stirred a lot in my heart. It's something that is pulling me more toward that direction and something I've just been thinking about is maybe instead of pursuing something in detective work, instead going to work in... With kids. Yeah, work with kids. And that would be a lot more of a psychology thing than it would be a criminal justice route. But at the same time, it would be very fulfilling. Both,
1: so. both fields work with it. You know, it, I would totally encourage you to go into that path. I, I used to do kind of these, these same things that you were talking about uh back in high school. My professor, one of my, well, one of my teachers, he asked me to do the same thing in Spanish, but he's hundred percent of his kids were, were Hispanic and he couldn't communicate with them. So he was just like, Hey, I mean, maybe you should come in and, and do a couple calls and all that stuff. And I was like, sure. I didn't think it was much of it. I thought it was going to be more of like, Oh, we moved to a different town. And it wasn't. Yeah. So I remember I called this one teacher, one, uh, one parent and, and apparently they didn't know their kid was skipping. And they dropped him off every morning and then the kid just went somewhere else. And then he never came back and he was failing all of his classes and he was in the middle of the semester. So I knew the kid. He came back and he was pretty mad at me at the beginning because he was like, well, you snitched on my parents yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, I was doing the what the teacher told me to. And at the end, he came back and he joined choir with me because he he was he was a good friend of mine. And then he, he became great. He, he was an amazing singer. He graduated. He's studying in college now. And I just yeah. I was just so proud of I helped that kid doing things yeah, do, do, with you exactly exactly so uh, I would recommend you to do that I mean uh, uh, go to my high school <laughs> they have a 40% graduation rate and it. it's not really good but uh, I would recommend you uh, I would encourage you to go to that's interesting that classes are doing this I think it's great I think it's a great idea
2: I know that whenever I first read that that was going to be our project for the semester I was like I have never done something like this <laughs> that requires me to go through a background check to work with kids I mean that's you want me to what? yeah I was very <laughs> (laughs) you know kind of nervous for it but after getting into it it's been very very awesome and satisfying so
1: if you give someone a title they'll rise to it that's something that i learned
2: all right so that was
0: juvenile justice system sounds like uh could have a major on that all on its own (laughs) here's a fun one race crime and justice
2: yeah that class was heavy Heavy. (laughs) yeah it was a lot of talking about the history talking about current events and just like ethics going a lot about Current events. And, you know, a lot of it was very interesting. And one big part of it, though, was talking about the inner city and how urbanization affects criminal justice. And we got the chance to read any book from a list of books that all talked about the inner city, talked about race, talked about all these different things. I chose one that talked about how kids in the inner city, they have such an easy access to weapons and how what used to be a schoolyard brawl turns into a schoolyard shootout. And it's a big reason why there's so much going on right now. And it it was a very interesting class learning about a lot of what's going on right now.
0: So one where I would imagine the modern day events lead into the curriculum. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it's relevant yeah. right now. Uh yeah, race crime and justice. It's interesting that immediately you went where you live, not any of the things listed yeah in, in the title there. Inner city, uh you know, city, sub- suburbia, rural rural. Yeah. That, I always tr- I struggle with that one too. Rural. Yeah, rural. rural
2: areas. Well, a big part of it is because due to how all of the United States was made, it a lot of the biggest Population clusters of people of color is in the inner city. inner city And so as a part of that you're learning a lot about the inner city Demographics and yes. stuff Yes, yeah. and while race is a part of that. It's not the only Aspect if that makes sense. And so that's why so much of what I learned was about the inner city was because It's something that that's the environment that so much of the race, crime and justice overarching subject is centered in. So that's the main reason why I really pointed that out.
0: So as a class, was this more information heavy or like research heavy? or memorization but in general what can you really kind of expect assignments to look like i guess
2: for the most part it was very there was little to no research it was a lot of consuming like media such as books or doing mostly just reports on books or on different other forms of media so you had to read a, a lot yeah read a lot watch different clips of videos watch different things a lot of i believe there were some discussion boards as well so It was a lot more of a, let's look at current events. I want you to read this, kind of think about it and respond to it rather than just a straight up, hey, here's the facts. Know these facts. That's it. So more of a think chamber than anything else.
0: Did you like that approach or did you want something more traditional where it's like, I want information in front of me to look at?
2: I think it was really good having it to be more of a thought-based course because I mean, it's going to be a controversial issue is, regardless. And so all of it was very, it was handled really well. Okay. So that it was very much anyone could say whatever they believe is correct. And it was a place where anyone could, yeah, just that they could explain what they believe. And others could say, I disagree respectfully. And it was written or it was ran very well. So that it wasn't just a, it, it wasn't an echo into, chamber, okay. nor was it a, like a brawl. Yeah, it wasn't a brawl nor an echo. That's a good okay, way. And then turn us, it. Twitter, yeah. Yeah,
1: kudos to the teacher for being able to, to manage that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
2: It. Be above my pay grade.
1: Yeah, these yeah. days in college classrooms.
0: Yeah. So. All right. Criminal justice statistics,
2: social statistics. And so it's an option between the yeah. two. So I took criminal justice statistics. Okay. That was called. Class was very, it's statistics. It's statistics. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's in the name. It's was not very fun. And to be fair, I've taken, I think about it, five statistics classes because going into my math course for my basics was a stats class and I took two for psychology and I believe that that one was split up into two. Yeah, there's justice statistics and then there's social. introduction to research methods Yeah, that's as well. the next one. Yeah, they're more or less one class, just different semesters. They're of it.
0: conglomerated into one math giant.
2: Yeah, might as well be called justice statistics one and two. So for the most part, just a lot of doing math, knowing how to how to run a study if you were to do one and things like that. And I believe it was during one of those two courses where I had to have that one project. Yeah, for the most part, it's just knowing how to do a study, how to send out surveys, how to do experiments, things like that, how to speak in the rhetoric that a research article would use. I mean, it's we, we have that a little.
0: We have we, we got a lot of that in communications. Uh, right, how a broadcaster would speak. Right, how a newspaper would sound. Right, how you
1: see. I recently turned in one of my papers for a history class, and he was like, "Oh, um, it's too conversational." You need to switch just to like research more kind of like a person that's doing research or stuff, like more formal. Yeah. I'm like, I've been in broadcasting too long. If I, turn this in,
0: <laughs> if I turn this into a broadcasting teacher, they would be like, it's not conversational enough. Dude. Exactly. Conversational.
1: <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. I, had yeah. To, I have
0: to write likes into my paper. Do you know how difficult that is? Statistics. Do you, do you use like math programs for that or does it all on the calculator? Because like, I remember when I took my stat class, just, just basic stats, it was a program that we used
2: Yeah, fortunately, I, you know, actually, I think the psychology class, that one did use a program. I don't believe that this one did. I think this one was just straight up giving you formulas and telling you, hey, this is your uh, array of values and then having to figure it out from there. So it was a lot of actual having to use your own brain to do the math and things like that. (laughs) So it was pretty grueling. Are you a math guy? was in high school,
1: then than college
2: yeah college not so much i'm so glad that i am not a math major i know i have several friends who do engineering you know, nothing's wrong yeah. with the
1: majors yeah no. something's <laughs> wrong with yeah. the subject
0: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, something might be wrong with the people who major in it they might be a little bit crazy but not character wise and everything they're fine. yeah
2: i have several friends who are going through either engineering i have one friend who's straight up math major which I mean, I do not envy
0: their why? workload at all. With what they're, they they're the ones making the new math.
1: Yeah. I remember, um, I remember the first time I heard of someone being a math major. I'm like, why? I mean, somebody well, has to well,
0: make the math. I, I guess. How do you know? No, I'm was, I was just curious.
2: I mean, fortunately, we did get like a calculator, but we didn't have yeah. a program just to plug in everything.
0: What uh, what want. calculator would you recommend? Like just any standard calculator, like I think a full calculator do, or like TI eighty. 82 i think
2: of course you're always best off with something like that with a statistical calculator but i think for that one you know as long as you are savvy yeah i mean with a pen and paper with i mean there were several times where i didn't want to pull out a whole calculator so i would just use my phone and honestly with how much that's been updated it works pretty much most of what you need so realistically it's you don't need anything. So it
0: sounds more. more akin to regular statistics than it does to like calculus. I
1: yeah. remember the day I discovered that if I flip my calculator, yeah, you get an extra points. <laughs> yeah, if you
2: don't know that. <laughs> try flipping your calculator on.
1: Yeah. No, it was a discovery. It was a discovery time for me. Well, it sounds like that class is interesting. Oh, no, not really. It's,
2: it's statistics.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. No, uh, what's it called? It, interesting on the side of how am I gonna do this? Yeah. I was gonna ask, so we have these things in, in the department and it really is multiple majors, where it's like a bottleneck class, which means that you can't take Pre-reqs. any other classes yeah. until you take this class.
0: It's a for prereq for a big portion of other classes mm-hmm. you take. Does exactly. so Criminal Justice have anything like that?
2: I don't believe so, honestly. I Of course, there's the intro to Criminal Justice Systems, which that was a 1300 class that one of course you're going to need for pretty much anything but for the most part there was no real bottleneck for us uh i i do want to say that there's a couple of classes that i believe you do need to have taken the stats classes for so i would suggest trying to get those out of the way sooner rather than later plus you were like all in a row yeah <laughs> honestly don't when your mind is in stats mode, it can be stats mode. <laughs> yeah, don't fill up your senior year with all the stuff that you're trying to put off, because then you're just going to have a horrible senior year. So, you know, try to get stuff out of the way before going on to the fun stuff. That's how I've done it so far. And while I'm trudging through all this stuff, I know that come my senior year, it's going to be a whole lot of really interesting and fun topics. So uh,
0: kind of on that same note, we talked about your favorite class. What was your
2: least favorite class? Least like, favorite? Le- like, le- oh, le- like, let me go. Let me gosh
1: uh it's going to be theoretical or criminology
2: uh yeah yeah that's yeah. so far yeah that class has been very you know it's very boring and <laughs> there's just not a lot to it it's it's a lot of retreading stuff that I already know or stuff that's already been touched on and whenever you hear social learning theory you kind of immediately have an idea of what that theory is gonna say right so it's a lot of common sense and knowing that kind of thing uh stealing is indeed wrong yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it's overall just pretty, pretty boring.
1: How uh, about how about on the basics? Just just as a, as a get to know you, because you know the engineering guy who we had over, he hated English. Yeah. So how about on the basics? What, what was your least favorite class on the basics?
2: Having to take the science version of like science major version of biology was a pain. Like it, the, it what, is. I took that class. Yeah, the intro to. Whatever the... I can't remember what the first... It's bio like 101. Cells. Yeah, Bio how 101. How
0: it just Bio 101? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. And specifically doing the four-hour course rather than the three-hour was brutal. With the labs, yeah. Yeah. Well, they have the three-hour course for uh, students who aren't science majors. Well, the four-hour class, I just know that that one was every day I need to be spending a, a couple hours learning this material because the tests <laughs> were brutal and yeah, that that one it it was very tough. He's but. not joking about this either. Was, it,
0: I took that as the microbio major at the very beginning. Very, if you can avoid that one, <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> take astronomy instead. Astronomy's fun. I, I'm 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 still missing one of my science classes, and I've been kind of like gathering information: of which one should I take? Which one should I take? So far, I have do not take bio.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. So closing thoughts on the criminal justice major. I guess first and foremost. If you could tell your freshman self one piece of advice, preferably something we haven't already discussed
2: on the yeah. show already, what would it be? Um, I would probably try to have more connections with professors and kind of jump in with the criminal justice field. I know that I personally, I try to get into the uh, Society of Criminal Justice Students. That's not my cup of tea. So I think for me personally, it would have been having more connections with professors. So talking with them and you know, really uh, racking their brains for what they've done and learning more about what they've experienced. And especially, like I said, that one professor that I had, he was part of that busting of that human trafficking ring, along with several others. Just they all have so much experience and actually steeping in that and learning more. I really wish I would have done that. And then secondly is finding a cool group of criminal justice students to do things with because... As opposed to the lame group. Yeah, as opposed to the lame group, <laughs> okay. of course. Okay, okay. Because that's... Who wants to
0: be in the lame group when there's the cool group right there?
1: We don't have lame groups in the broadcasting major. I I am the lame group, Danny. Sorry, you found me. Hanging out with Zach is the lame group.
2: Yeah, honestly, on campus, there's so few criminal justice students compared to all the other majors. I do wish I did a better job of trying to find a group to run with because that would have been really nice to have. Right now, none of my friends are criminal justice majors, so... We'll see how that changes, but
1: how, how did you find your friends?
2: Uh, how do
1: you them. find friends at UTA? <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: that's a million dollar question, man. I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> yeah, honestly, most of them are just old friends from high school. I oh, okay. With,
1: so. We
0: covered this in a different edition: yeah. organizations, organizations, that
2: and, and uh, housing. Yeah, that and then just friends from church. So. although none of them go to UTA, so
0: fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, professor connections. What? Where would it be more useful, inside the college or outside the college, to have those teacher connections?
2: I'd say outside of college, okay. mainly. I know that for me personally, I already have a lot of things kind of lined up for whenever I get out of college, but I know that a lot of people in criminal justice, they may not have that, and they may, very much like me, see things that kind of are tugging at their plans a little bit, so that they may want to do something else, and I know that for me, like, if I want to go do something in juvenile justice, I don't quite have the same connections there that I do with other aspects with law of law enforcement yeah and so it would be a incredible boon to have some connections like that with some professors especially if you're going into a class that you know very little about go ahead and try to make that connection beforehand so that whenever you do learn about this class you're interested and if it is something that you really want to go in the long haul for you'll have that connection later on so yeah, I'd absolutely see that being very useful later down the road, though. More so than just in the college, although that would still be useful.
1: Ryan oh came and goodness. spit facts about <laughs> about the criminal justice major. And uh, thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on the show. I think it's, it's been great, and we have great insight into the major now.